Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, Lorreen and Tony Giorgio. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the Teague's Grocery and Cafe, serving Maggie Valley since 1965, with delivery now available through Grubhub. Teague's is Maggie Valley's only grocery store. They're located at 130 Soco Road near the eastern entrance of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and the Blue Ridge Parkway. Drop in for breakfast or lunch at the Corner Cafe, featuring a variety of daily specials. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 7 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Call 828-926-1147. Teague's Grocery and Cafe, sponsors of Living with Victory. Hi there, this is Tony Giorgio with Living with Victory Radio Ministries. And today we're going to bring you a program with benefits. And remember our partners Teague's Grocery Cafe in Maggie Valley. And without delay, here is Laureen. Hey, Laureen, how you doing? I'm doing great. And I hope you're all doing great out there, knowing that Jesus is with you and has his arms around you. Today, we're going to talk about benefits of following Jesus. Actually, my subtitle, I couldn't decide, looking at your circumstances through Jesus's eyes. Amen. Now, I just want to preface this program with, if you are in an abusive situation, you do not have to stay in that situation, but you can forgive, you can show mercy, and you can show love. Okay, now Jesus does give forgiveness. He shows mercy and love every day, whether we deserve it or not. Whatever our situation may be, he never stops loving us. If we apply forgiveness, mercy, and love to our circumstances that are causing us great fear and anger and anxiety, what a difference it would make in the peace we would attain while going through a storm. It would change our perspective in how we see our circumstances and the people that are involved. We would be able to work through them without fear, anger, and anxiety. We would be able to leave it to Jesus, knowing without a shadow of a doubt that he and he alone is in total control, that his love for us is unmeasurable, and that he is more than able to work all things for our good. Amen. We must never forget and get so jaded that we do not see or realize the love Jesus has for us. We must never ever forget the cross where he demonstrated a love that we cannot fully understand. 
If we could fully understand this love, how differently we would live our lives and see others with eyes of compassion and not judgment. We need to remember and know without a shadow of a doubt, he is pure truth and righteousness. We are trusting in a Jesus who is real and alive and who rose from the dead and went through just about everything we go through on earth and understands us. And he knows how we feel. He knows what we're going through. He has a love for us and he even cries with you when you cry. That's how much he loves you. So our part is to turn to him and trust him. Really trust him. Matthew 5, 44, it starts with verse 44 and goes through 48, actually. This is the Amplified Classic Edition. And Jesus is talking. This is the Sermon on the Mount. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. I know this is a hard thing to hear when you're hurting so bad and you're being so attacked. But God knows what he's talking about here. Let me continue. To show that you are the children of your father who is in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the wicked and on the good and makes the rain fall upon the upright and the wrongdoers alike. For if you love those who love you, what reward can you have? Do not even the tax collectors do that? And if you greet only your brethren, what more than others are you doing? Do not even the Gentiles, the heathen, do that. You therefore must be perfect, growing into complete maturity of godliness in mind and character, having reached the proper height of virtue and integrity as your heavenly Father is perfect. We had a situation, and it was really, really nasty rivalry within the people that we were surrounded with at that time. And it got to the point where they were just about driving us crazy. The way they were acting, the things they were saying about us, in every way that they could do wrong to bring us down, they did in the entire area. And we had been doing what we were doing and advocating for many, many years at this point. It was probably, what, six years, seven years down the road. And this situation continued with this particular person who was really out together, she might say, you know. For me, growing up on the streets of New York and my character, there was no blend here whatsoever and no compromise. But it awakened my former self before I got into ministry. And all I wanted to do was really hate. And I really hated this guy and the people around him and just wouldn't want to meet him on the street. Every place I turned, it was aggravating. I mean, he was trying to just demean us within the community, talked about us in the media, you name it. He really got my goat to the point where 
I knew nothing about forgiveness except I'd like to get my hands around his neck. We had an enemy from Satan. I used to go to a luncheon on a regular basis in Florida where Steve Brown, a theologian and author, uh, he's got his own programming, Key Life, I think it's called. He always used to speak at the luncheons. It was his church. And this day he was talking about forgiveness and how you should forgive your enemies. And I'm sitting there saying, yeah. Mm -hmm. And across from me, right, was this person who was causing me all this trouble. And he he was there uh, with somebody he was backing in politics or whatever. And wow, I got news for you. My blood pressure went up 150 points. My demeanor changed. And I looked at Steve like, you gotta be kidding me, you know? And the more he spoke, the more he was tearing away the hatred. And here I have my adversary and Steve, he's saying, if you have anybody that you need to forgive, you have to do it now. Well, for most of us, you would probably have to go someplace else to do the forgiving after the meeting, which that's great. You might get to it. He hit me right between the eyes and here is my adversary. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. He's getting the same message I am. Okay, I can't let this go now. I've heard the word. It's not coming from Steve. I know who it's coming from. The Lord is hitting me between the eyes with this situation. At a little breaking point, he made us walk around and and talk to each other. And, you know, it was an exercise in terror for me. (laughs) Well, between the both of us, my enemy and I saw eye to eye at that moment to come together and to actually shake hands because I hadn't seen him in person for a long, long time and make amends, and that was that. There was nothing that was said, no words, except a handshake, a smile, how are you doing? That's how it ended. And I went up to Steve afterwards, and I said, you know, you got some nerve. And I I told him the story, and he roared. You know, if you know Steve, he's got a real deep for the man. And he roared. How did it make you feel when it was finally over? It felt great. It really did. I had like a, a bag of bricks unloaded off my shoulders. It put me at peace. It did. Now, I've never, ever talked to him again. In that moment, you both received healing. Yeah. When you you stay angry at someone, you put yourself in the bondage until you want to release that and let them go and let God take care of it. You are in bondage. So that's why the forgiveness is very, very important. And here you're going to say, yeah, but this guy is no good or, or this person or she's no good or that's no good. This person was so bad that a person associated with us said, how in the world did you let him in the door? Okay. I didn't know. We didn't know. You know, we, hey, you're going to do me some good. You're going to help along with, with what we're doing. But it wasn't true. So this one, we've been there, done that. And I can tell you, it does you more benefit to forgive and forget. You don't have to stay with the relationship. But man, that forgiveness and mercy that 
the Lord gives, it is medicine to the soul. That is why he says to pray for your enemies. Yes. And pray that God would bless them, but bless them that they would find him so that he could change them. But because you can't change them. <laughs> no no human being can change another human being. Only Jesus can change. That's why he says to pray that they would be blessed to know him. And you cannot stay angry at a person when you're praying for them. I've tried. <laughs> you know, when God says to me to pray, I read this and I know it didn't make sense, but he kept convicting me of it. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do this because you said that this is what I should do. You know the formulas for me. I don't know down here. I'm doing it my way, but it's not working. Yes. <laughs> and when I start to pray, now, most of the times, if it depends on how soon the, the pain was or, or the yeah. abuse or whatever, you know, betrayal, your feelings are not there. I mean, I, and I threw gritted teeth, and I'm going to admit this. I come to the Lord, and I say, okay, Lord, I'm doing this because you told me to do this. You tell me to do this. And I'm praying that you bless them, but it's through gritted teeth because you know I'd rather smack them upside the head right now. <laughs> oh, Lord. But I have to say that, see, my God is such a wonderful God. He understands because Jesus walked this earth. He understands how we feel. And he's not worried about how I'm feeling. He just knows that I obeyed him to pray. And he appreciates that because the next time I go to pray for that person, I don't feel so angry. Usually by the third time, I don't even think about what they did. It doesn't matter anymore because through the praying, I've put it in his hands to take care of it. It could even get to the point where I could even go up and hug that person because whatever I forgave them for, it's gone. I don't want to carry that baggage. It's heavy. And it brings me down. And I can't function when I make right. that a thing of, you know, the, the main a source of my being that this person hurt me. Well, yeah, I'm a human being too, but you know, I'm not perfect. <laughs> whether yeah. I pray or whether I believe and, in and Jesus, I've come to the realization that I could hurt someone without even realizing it. And I would have to say, please forgive me. Yeah. So forgiveness goes both ways. And it's a wonderful thing because it could free us all up if yes. we would just use it and not feel that we have to have that pride and stand, you know, be stubborn and say, well, she did it first. She's got to come to me. No, she doesn't. <laughs> God says, pray for her. And then maybe he'll make her come to, you know, might work it out that way. But even if they never, ever do that, it doesn't matter anymore because you have forgiven. It's no more an issue. We're married 55 years. You say, well, <laughs> I'm in a marriage that is so destructive and distasteful and I can't take it. 55 years, do you think this has been a bed of roses? Some days Shangri-La, some days the guns of Navarone. Amen. You know, so, <laughs> but if, if it's really serious to that point, there is help out there, mm -hmm. a, a good 
Christian counseling, your pastor, your church, and that's why the importance of going to church. But the three words a marriage should be based on, forgiveness. Now, forgiveness is giving something that they don't deserve. Right. Which Jesus did on the cross. Right. Mercy is not giving them what they deserve. Right. I've had a lot of mercy in my day. So <laughs> We've all had, we, thank we, God. We really, and that's why I'm 79. But love, love is something that covers all sins. You know, when Jesus went to the cross and he went willingly, stop and think about that for a minute. We were all in our sin. He loved us first to go to the cross. He initiated the love. He initiated the forgiveness. Where will we be if he didn't do that? You know, I thought about him going to the cross for me. And I've asked myself, would I allow myself to be stripped, beaten, spit upon, punched, totally abused, and then finally hung on a cross with nails in my hands and feet? My side speared and left to die so that sinners, you and me, would not go to hell. Think about what he did, and we are to follow in his footsteps. Not go to, we can never do what he did, but we can forgive our loved ones. We can forgive the people at work. We can show mercy, and we can show his love to them. What I asked my father to forgive them while I was hanging on that cross and going through all of that, that didn't understand what they were doing to him. Would I do this for my enemy? Would you? Would you even go that far? Maybe you wouldn't even cross the street for them. Yeah. This is where if you're going to walk with the Lord, you have to ask yourself and realize how far he went because of his love for us. He was God. He was God a- came in the form of man, man to do this, which meant he had that side of it. He felt what we feel. He thought like we did. He really didn't want to go and hang on a cross. No. He didn't. But while he was up there, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's number one. There's the forgiveness. But he also said, if you could take this cup away from me, you know, I'm paraphrasing, in the garden, he really didn't want to go, but your will be done. You don't sweat blood uh, on a situation unless the anxiety and, and the turmoil is so unbearable to the human spirit that it comes out. Jesus has a different way of seeing things that doesn't make sense to us. His ways are so much higher than ours. The only way we could understand his way is to see through his eyes. Yes. When we see our enemies through his eyes and follow his instructions to pray for them, forgive them, have mercy, and show love, and to show them compassion and kindness. That Proverbs sixteen seven says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Oh. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably shaking a fist or two at us saying that you're asking too much. You don't know what they've done to me. You don't know what they're doing to me. You don't know how hurt I've been or how it's affected my life. You're right. On your own, 
you cannot do what we're saying to do. But with Christ, he makes all the difference. And an example here of what she just said, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies be at peace. Some of you may know we went to Tallahassee to pass a law on not turning the lights off for seriously old children. We got to pass it all up in Tallahassee and through the system, okay? In the system, there was a person I used to deal with all the time trying to get children treatment. We, we were really bitter enemies, okay? But I was trying to to do something for a family, not for myself, something good. We started to try to help to advocate to pass this law not to turn the lights off. I get a phone call from this person who is the head of the department in Medicare and Medicaid, and she says to me, I will bring my association to back your bill to get it passed when it comes to a vote. Because if anything, if my child was ever ill, I would want to come to you for how you do things more than anybody else because I know where your heart is. That's what she said to me. So remember, a man's ways please the Lord, and he makes even his enemies be at peace with him. So mm-hmm. it'll come to fruition. Don't worry about it. Don't ask us how it works out. No, because that's it, God's part of it. Yes. Our part is to encourage and stay with him and encourage the relationship. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to talk with you in every single area of your life. Without every doubt. area. He wants to get in there and he wants to make it great in every area of your life. Doesn't matter. But it is up to us to let him in. Amen. Once you get that relationship strong and he knows you're seeking him because you love him, not just for what he could fix in your life, but that no matter what is going on in your life, that you know, that you know, that you know, without a shadow of a doubt, that he is totally in control and he will make all things work together for good for those who love him. And while you're going through it, somehow he puts you in a place that you are so protected, you have a peace, and you can love, you can show mercy, and you can forgive, and you can even forgive yourself if you're the one that was the perpetrator. Right. And you must forgive yourself because if God has forgiven you, then who are you not to forgive yourself? And it's very unhealthy not to forgive yourself. You know that. And and it does more harm than good. You need to know Jesus died for that forgiveness of man, his sins, and you have nothing to look back on but his love and his mercy that he's given you to live in peace. You start by praying for your enemy and then take it from there. You'll see it. It will make a difference. And then you will be able to do the rest. You know, when I think how Jesus has shown me forgiveness and he shows me mercy. His mercies are new every morning. He does not give me what I deserve. And that wonderful, unmeasurable love, I realize how could I not show someone else 
is saying. We've seen so much come at us in the last three, four years. Enemies coming out of the woodwork, whether they were personal or political, you name it. I mean, everybody's up in arms. We're fighting and struggling and hating, and it's no good. It's no good. We're heading downhill instead of uphill. It happens all the time. I know we tell stories, what, 30 years ago, 20 years ago. Right now, this very minute, you have no idea, and I can't elaborate on it, what's going on with us. I mean, it is intolerable, okay? Again, I have a situation here which was brought about by somebody's goodness and somebody wanting to help us along, and it turned into insanity. But there was no reason for the insanity except for people who were just out for other motives. It's been going on since last June, okay? And if I didn't forgive, this thing would be over in a... Or show mercy. Thank you. Show mercy, you know, it is so unbelievable because it was cut and dry. Everything was fine and it should have gone or the whole situation should have ended by now. And already now it is not in. It's gone into the courts. So understand it happens every day, every year. It doesn't matter. We tell you stories, but it's only because we've lived so long, I guess. <laughs> we've done it all here. So that's why we're trying to get everybody out there. Let's get back together into a brotherhood, into humanity, not insanity. You know, we've got enough around us, but as Christians or non-Christians, it doesn't matter. We were made by the same creator. I don't care what you think, but there was a creator, God Almighty, and he put us all here, Jew, Gentile, black, white, green, I don't care what it is. We are all brothers and sisters. Let's start acting like it. Let's get back to church. Let's respect one another. Oh, let's give Satan a black eye and just love everybody. Amen. There you go. <laughs> that he wouldn't know what to do. Really, we're not trying to convince you of anything that hasn't hit us in the face. Oh, over 70 some odd years of living and 55 years of marriage, we've had it all. And then dealing with families who have been so down with trying to help their children get better and all, all the stories, we'd fill an encyclopedia. His Holy Spirit is walking this earth is walking with you, is walking within you. Use them. If you don't use them, just like anything else, you don't use it, it rusts, it goes away. You have something functioning for an eternity. Use it. Well, he's standing at the door and knocking, and he's waiting for you to open it. And the minute you open it, he will step in and take over. When he does take over, that's where your peace comes. Right. And you know you have an advocate, you have someone you can lean on and hide in when you have a problem and who will take every problem and work it out for you, no matter what it is. We're only telling you this. Because we love you. We love you. I'm going to be 76 in a couple of weeks. Yes. And my husband is going to be 80 in June. Amen. And everybody says, why are you doing this? We're insane. We're doing no. this because we know that people are hurting. And we want you to know who the answer is, Jesus. You know, her book, Climbing Out of Your Despair with God's Promises on Amazon and everywhere, that's a book about her experiences and mine in life based on 
the outcome in the Word of God. If you want, pick up the book. You know, it will help you. It was meant for a teaching tool to give away whatever we could do to help you. We're sick of the animosities and the hatred and the politics and who's on the left and who's on the right and who's underneath and who's on top. We are his children, all of us, throughout the world. I don't care who it is. Let's get together. I hope that this message... I hope you take it to heart. Try to get past the anger and all that and try it for a week. Is it going to kill you? Just try it for a week and see what happens. It's time. Let's turn it around, folks. We're humans. We're not plums or eggplants. We are made the image and likeness of God. And Jesus Christ is with us. You have a blessed blessed year with his spirit beside you, taking every single step. Whether you're sick, you're unhappy, you're divorced, you lost someone, your grief, he's there for you. He's the comforter. We love you. And this is Tony and Laureen. And remember our podcast, you can go to any platform you want. And we're sponsored by Teague's Grocery and Cafe. Have a good one. You can become a Living with Victory Ministries patron with a monthly donation of $5 or more. Simply go to livingwithvictory.podbean.com. That's livingwithvictory.podbean.com and click on the PayPal button. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the If you would like a copy of Lorraine Giorgio's book, Climbing Out of Your Despair with God's Promises, for free, call WPTL now at 828-648-3576 or 648-3577. Give us your name, and then you can pick up a copy at our studios on Pisgah Drive in Canton during normal business hours. Please bring an ID. It would make a great gift of hope and encouragement to someone in need. Lorraine's book can be found on Amazon Kindle and purchased locally at the Organic Bean Coffee Company in Maggie Valley, Teague's Grocery and Cafe on Soco Road, and Blue Ridge Books in Hazelwood. Thanks again for listening.